This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Mr. Shem, in a few minutes, we'll begin to get to HSL. Rav Cook, we learned last week inside Rav Cook, this Torah. And now we're learning the parish, so I'm not going to review what we did last week. Let's just continue where we are. You should have page, now you should have page 9, that first page is 96 and 97, and the one you got, you got now is 98 and 99, right? Okay. The ninety-six and ninety-seven. Oh, there's just one extra. Oh, there are a few more. Does anybody need last week's page? Yes. Okay, this is the patient list. It's on, uh, it's on the back of last week's also. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 98 and 99. Oh, I know. Oh, you already have 98 and 99? The back of last week. Oh, I already, so you already have 98 and 99. So I'm sorry. I that, that's what... It's on both sides. I, oh, I didn't realize. Okay. I'm so sorry. I messed you up. The papers... Right, the new ones are coming. I wasn't sure. Because the one I had in the office didn't have both sides. Yeah. Okay. So you have it in your collection. To say this, you should have, now you have till 99. You have till 99, and the new one's coming. Okay. Now, if Cook began this tire with. A mysterious sentence that Malaya he had Neshama Oisius Malayas Orchaim. That the Neshama is filled with letters that are bound with the light of life. We read the Irish inside last week. We don't know what that means. The Oisius that are filling the soul is filled with Oisius. And then if Cook writes in that Torah that these Oisius that fill the Neshama in Ejusel, these Oisius, these letters expand. They expand. So we're trying to understand what is the what is the meaning of the Isis Hanisham, the letters of the soul. What does that mean? And what does it mean that somehow when we're in Ertisrael, these letters expand, and as Rav Kook we saw last week, that they expand the air of the land of Israel, Avir the Ertisrael, produces the fresh growth of these living letters with splendid beauty, with and so on, thunderous power, full of holy flow. And at the end, Rav Kook said that this is, of course, going to make the Jews of Chutzlars feel very bad. Even though we don't know what he's talking about, we already feel bad. We, that our letters are not able to grow in Chutzlars, whatever that means, the oasis of the Neshamas remain in their present state in, in Chutzlars. They can't expand, they can't grow, there can't be that thunderous sound of the Isis of the Neshama within us. So Rav Kook said that, it, that, this, that this is not only for those who actually live in Eretz but for those who are longing to live in Eretz or filled with that hope and that dream to be in Eretz or are deeply connected, they too can access this expansiveness of the Isis of the Neshama that takes place in Eretz even while living in Chutzlars. 
So we need to talk more about what does this sentence mean, that the soul is filled with Isis. Now, as Rav Avinir began in his commentary, every single thing Rav Kook said many times, that everything that he was teaching is all explanations of the Kisvei Hari, of the writings of the Riyakadosh. But we're not Kabbalists, and we don't understand what these things mean. So we need to try to learn more about the Isis of the Neshama. Of course, once we learn this, you'll see that we've spoken about this many, many times, not just one time, but many times over the years, because all we're trying to do here over the years is to understand the Kisvahari on our level. So we're on page 96, the last sentence on top, Meleahi Hanishama Isis. Meleahi Hanishama Isis. Let's read Rav Arbiner is very, very clear and very helpful over here. What does it mean that the soul is filled with letters and that in Eretz Yisrael these letters of the soul are able to expand? The same way that the physical world is composed of atoms, so too, there are spiritual atomic particles and things. The same way that the physical world Hashem is made in such a way that the physical world is, is built by atoms, the Nisham is more kevis me ices, with letters. Shehen molecules hayisoid armakivas iso, which are the basic molecules, he's just bar- borrowing that word, of which the soul is composed as the ices of the alloy base. <coughs> The neshama is not one, is not one mixture like like one one chativa achas one one unit, but rather the neshama, you know, of course everything comes together as the Rama begins in, in his in the Shemana Prokham, that the neshama of a person is one, but it's composed of oisius rabbis, oisius many oisius. Obviously, a person's name is very, very uniquely connected and part of make up what his neshama is, the oasis of that person's, of the person's name. The oasis rabbis and mechayis oisa to give life to the neshama ba'achlis ba'harmonia. That's what letters do. Letters, the letters of the alabes are not regular letters. I'm not going to hold discussion of the, of the oasis now. Um, Many, many years ago, I gave Shiram on the Isis. Before the Shul started, I gave Shiram on the Isis. And that was, uh, we, we spent two years and we were just, we were just up to base. And the, 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 the first, and that was Russia. And the first, the first, many, there were many Shiram in the beginning, just to explain the Indian of the Isis, which my wife, she should be well, has, has been going through the Olive Bays each Shulis night with the ladies over the past 22 years. I think they, they finished, they finished this. I think they, they finished, uh, stuff. So, um, what what an ice is, what a letter is. We shouldn't, we shouldn't get stuck on the physical, on that physical image that we imagine when we see the letter. The letter, the shoyish of the letter, its shape, its 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 uh, gematria, what the letter means. Aleph, the word aleph means aleph means aleph means to teach. It means an axe. Shka alafecha. Every letter base means a base and so on. But the oisies are. The oisies, the letters. Are, are like living, living, breathing organisms, the Isis, with which Hashem created the world. 
bedvar Hashem shemayim nasu. Therefore, Betzalel only Betzalel who knew the sod, the secret of the twenty-two letters of the alphabet, could build the Mishkan because the Mishkan was the Mishkan was uh, was a microcosm of of creation of of the of the entire Bria. Therefore, only a person who was bulky in the Oasis from Aleph to Sof, Brashes Barla Kim S. Hashemai means from Aleph to Sof. The S. Harzak, the Mazichamagid says, no, that's a deacon. That Brashes Barla Kim S. Hashemai means Hashem's Barla created the universe, created all the worlds with the S, with the Aleph to Sof, with the Oasis of the Aleph base. So the letters are not just what we see on the page. This is the last stop of the letters, where the letters come from. The Oasis, the Oasis, like we see that there, that, that, there are codes. There are codes that are needed to access certain things, to access a person's computer or phone. That there, there, these are codes. These the ICS are codes, and when and when they're used, they're able to access kaiches sheroshim and ruchnias that are way, way, way higher than anything that we could possibly imagine that we see with our eyes. So the neshama. Is composed of Oisius Rabbos and Machayis Oisah Ba'achdus that give life to the Neshama. That's why Hashem made everything and the Neshama. Ba'achdus Ba'harmonia to put everything together. That's what what letters do is letters put everything in order. If you just have, if everything is mixed, then you can't make sense of anything. The Oisius Aleph Beis Gimel creates sentences, words, and sentences and paragraphs. That's what Oisius. The, like the ice is a is a sign, and ice is to be able to identify something. So the neshama is composed of ices. We'll see. Ravinera's. Uh, we'll see the footnote in a minute. Ices achaim halalu. These letters of life, hamahavais es levenos habinyan. They that they give life to the bricks of the building. Haruchani shalhadam of the spiritual building of a person. The same way that physically we're built by cells and atoms and molecules and all of that. So the ruchnis, the kemitsis, the pnimis, the ruchnis of a person is the oisius. Vashenim is the next page. The nishmaseyem shabnei ha'odam kulam. The oisius that are found in, in the nishamas of all people. Heimileyos or chayim. We'll just read a little bit on top, on page 98 and 99. No? No, only 99, 98 and 99. Okay, I guess he, he's, he's in the middle of that. Okay, say it. Don't, don't think about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> that give life. And these Isis are filled also with Deya, with knowledge and Rotsan and will. He says, Halala Malayas Ruach Chabot. You know, the page will come to that. So, it was. Oh, it's, it's finished. There's no toner? Same. Okay. Okay, well, I'll, we'll take care of this. In the meantime, everybody has 98. 
Everybody has to 98 to 99, but, but not 100 and 101. So, so, so we'll have to save one of those. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Sure. Okay, so that's till 103. 103. 103. Let me pen for a second so I don't. Okay, look at footnote 140. <coughs> Was what we were just talking about. About Jabar who borrows Islam of Chav Beis Aisis. Hashem created the world. Okay. We'll see if we get there. <coughs> I'll let you know, Jeff. We will. Because Jabar who borrows Islam of Chav Beis Aisis. The Barsham created the world with 22 letters. And Yadeh Hayy Bitsalo. And Bitsalo knew the mystery. Of the Tsar of Aisis, Shinivu Ben Shemayavarat. He knew, he knew the, 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 the combinations of the, uh, of the Aisis. By which heaven and earth were created. Every letter of the twenty-two letters of the Alabes is a different R, a different light, a different energy, a different spiritual energy that is mishdalshel into something which is physical. Rav Kook has a whole sefer on the Alabes. It's his most difficult sefer. It's called Reish Milan. It's on the letters of the Alabes, and it's also on the Nakudas, on the vowels. Called Reish Milan's very very hard sefer. Tanya. <coughs> now this I think many of you have learned the Shayichud Vemuna. Vayim b'sefer Tanya Shayichud Vemuna Perk Aleph. With that the Alter Rebbe brings from the Balshama Kaddish. He nexiv loylam Hashem tvarach anitza b'shemayim. Loylam Hashem forever and ever Hashem tvarach your words are standing in the heavens. Literally, the words that Hashem spoke at creation, all of the words of creation, such as, when Hashem said there should be a sky, the divide between above and below, that those actual letters and those actual words, the Tanya says, these words and these letters, they are always standing. Those letters are standing always. So when it says, that it means, Hashem, your words are always standing. What words? The words with which you created heaven and earth are always standing. And, and those words and those letters are clothed in all worlds and all heavens, everything that exists, that the word of Hashem sustains everything always. And 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 you know that before the Baltani himself died, all he saw was the Isis. As I mentioned last week, that he said that the Samoth he couldn't see anymore the when he was looking at the ceiling, so the Tzemach Tzedek asked him, what is he looking at? And he said, he, and he said he's looking at the Oisias. He's looking at the letters that spell the word ceiling, Cairo, whatever, Kuf, Av, Reish, Hey. At the end of his life, the last moments of his life, the Tanya didn't see anymore the physical ceiling. He saw the Oisias, he saw the letters. Everywhere he turned, when he looked at the Tzemach Tzedek, he just saw the letters, Menachem Mendel. He didn't see anymore the physical, his of the Guf, 
that that enclosed the letters. He saw the Isis themselves. And it was the, he was already leaving this world, and and this is this world is enclosed. The letters, the letters descend after many 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 descents into into the, the into the uh, world of Chaimut, the physical matter. But the Tanya was able to see before he was nifty. He saw just the Isis. He couldn't see anymore the the physical encasement. He just saw the Isis. Udvarav chayim v'kayamim la'ad, and that's what it means when we say in davening. Udvarav chayim v'kayamim la'ad, the words that Hashem spoke at creation, achayim v'kayamim la'ad, lo me'alom, they're alive. It's not like something you write on a page and you walk away. Hashem is constantly saying, as the tiny explains, And if Hashem wouldn't say those words, then the the, the world would return to tovavo. There would be nothing. Hashem is constantly infusing creation with the letters of the olive bays. The Tanya says, because if the letters would disappear, Hashem wouldn't speak these letters. And the letters would return to their source. All of the heavens would be nothing. would be like they never existed. And it all would be as it was before, Hashem said originally, at Bereshis, Yehirakir. V'chein mechol habruun, shebechol ha'olam is al-yayin v'sachtonim, and so it is with all that exists, above and below. V'afilu eretz halazu ha'gashmas, and even this physical world, v'bechinus doimei mamish, even inanimate objects, have a soul. The soul of the rock are the letters. The rock, the kasevisi, it's evan, it's aleph base. Everything that exists has the Isis as a neshama. And the neshama of all that exists is the life of the word, the speech of Hashem that infuses everything that exists with its existence, with its life. And Hashem is speaking those words constantly. The ten mamaras, the, the ten utterances of creation, the Isis of the Alevays, of Reishas Baruchimus HaShemayim V'Sa'aretz. If for a moment the letters would no longer be infused into creation, but Hashem wouldn't be pumping the Isis into everything that exists, then it wouldn't exist. It would be as if it never was. And so it is with all that exists in the world. The name that everything has in Lashna Kaidish person's name and the and the true name Lashna Kaidish that a table is a shulchan and so on, not not talking about the Israeli Hebrew where they made, you know, all kinds of changes. I mean much most of Israeli Hebrew is still regular Lashna Kaidish, but there are many, many additions that are not Lashna Kaidish, they're just uh, borrowed from different Lashinas. But Lashna Kaidish, the letters of Lashna Kaidish, of what that word is in Lashna Kaidish The letters of a person's name and the letters that give creation existence to the table, to the water, and so on. Maim isn't just, uh, the word Maim isn't just a symbol of something that we call in English water. Maim, the letters Mem, Yud, and Endemem 
Those are, that's water itself. That's what water is. Now, you understand what a mem is. You learn the, the deeper meaning of the ice mem, its shape, that it equals 40 and so on. And the uh, the endemem, when a person, the yud and the endemem, mayim, then that's what water is. Water, if we could see with the eyes of the Balatanya, we would see, when you look at the ocean, you would see, or this cup, you would see mem, yud, and endemem. That's what you'd see. If you'd look, you'd see, the, this is really ices. It's ices. It's letters. Physically, it's, it's uh, physically, it's uh, H2O. Was that what it was? No. I only know the more complicated ones. <laughs> so H2O, that's what it is physically. But, but in Ruchnius, in Ruchnius, it's Mem, Yud, and Endemem. That's what it is. <coughs> that's why, as he's spoken so many times over the years, it's, it's very, very important to use your name in Lashon HaKadosh. When you call yourself by your English name, and other people call you by your English name, there's no chiyas in the English name. The English name is, is totally meaningless. Usually it's worse than English. It usually comes from other desires. But most English names, like the, mine also, comes from, uh, comes from a Gaisha place, my English name. I mean, they don't call me by that, but that's what it was my, you know, my parents were worried that they should think I'm Jewish or something. <laughs> so they put, we all got Jewish, we all got English names back then. But, well, use it. But, um, but the, 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 the Jewish name, when a person calls you, and your Jewish name is, is Chaim, so when they call you Chaim, it's not just you're being called Chaim, it's Mamash, that, that, that there's Chiyas that's being, it's the unbelievable Chiyas when you're called by your name, Chaim. When you're called by your name, Rochel, the, the, the Oisius of the name, that the person is speaking, meet the Oisius of the Neshama, and I give a Chiyas. When, when someone says to you, when someone says to Shmuel, I, I, I want to talk to you about something. When they say, instead of instead of saying Sam, they say Shmuel. Oh, yeah, okay, that's a mazel. Your English name is a little bit like the Hebrew name. But they say, they say Shmuel, so then the oisius of Shmuel, when the person says that, it makes a deep, deep road into who you are as opposed to saying Sam, which is just a alashatach. It's, a, it's, a, it's just a borrowed, it's a word, an English word. Or there it's, 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 it's taken from the Lashon HaKadosh. But... But the oasis of a person's Hebrew name, it's such a mistake to go with an English name. The English name. But there are people, there are certain people that just caught on, that just stays like that, they can't get rid of it. But, then, but the emesis, because once you go like that for a long time, you feel funny, like introducing yourself again to people. Or because at work you have to go with a, with a Gaisha name or something. But, or you find this thing lately, I see this with a, you have you have Hasidish Shechever, that they start, they want to be like more, uh, like with it, so they call themselves, like he says, my name is Abe. The guy's name is Yerli. He says, my name is Joel. He's like, he doesn't want to... So whatever happened to Yerli? What happened to Yol? What happened to Avram? That's already old-fashioned. want to go... Like, I, I, like in, the, in, the, in the bungalow, I was giving a shir every Shabbos. In the mountains, I give a shir every Shabbos. So there's a chesidish bungalow colony down the road. So, the, so the, I told over... I, I think maybe I told you. I was telling, so I told over myself from a certain tzaddik uh, Shabbos. So, so there's some chassidim that come from the chassidim bungalow, that come, the whole chaver comes from the thing. So this, this, uh, this, this sweet little chassid comes over to me, and he introduces himself as Joel. I said, okay, nice to meet you, Joel. You know? So he says, see, so he wanted me to, he wanted to tell me that next week is the Satmar of Yarsai, and he, he really enjoyed the story that I told about the Satmar but the next Shabbos, could I tell? Could I tell a story about the Satmar Rabbi? He wanted he, he wanted me to tell a story about the Satmar. So he said to me, "Would you mind giving a next the next Saturday's lecture?" <laughs> so I said, "Look, Joel, <laughs> Joel, what's with this Saturday business, <laughs> Joel?" 
He says, no, it's a, more of a modern oilum here. I said, I said, we know what Shabbos is. And, and I also, I'm, you came to hear my shir. I, I, I talk, we talk, you know, I, I know what Shabbos is. You don't have to say Saturday. Joel wants to know about talking with the rabbi of Satman of Sa, of Sa, of Sa, next Saturday. If I give a story from the rabbi of Satman. Joelish. Joelish. No. <laughs> the ISIS of a person's name. The ISIS of a person. The letters of a person's name. It's who the person is, Bamis. Now, Baruch Hashem, it's much more that the parents give their children Hebrew names, Jewish. I mean, a lot of them want to use funny names, different names that are not really Lashon Akkadis. They try to find all kinds of weird names. But but at least they're trying to use ISIS of the olive base to call the Jewish names, not to call. In the old days, everybody was giving the English names, but now they're using more Jewish names. But, but it's mamish, the letters of the, that are the chiyas of the person's nisham, of who the person is, Ben. That's who the person is. And it's and, and everything that he, all the, the tiny explains. <coughs> the, ten, the ten utterances of creation, when Hashem is about created the world, they, and Akash Baruch said, Yihir, Yihir, and all of the ten utterances of creation. That means they're different combinations of the letters and the words and the gematrias and all the different combinations. Reish Lam and Av, the, the 231 is something from the Seyf Yitzir, that the 231 shard that has to do with the different configurations and, and of the letters into different, in different ways. We're not going into it. Until those letters combine in a certain way to give life to this person whose name is, you know, Chai Rachel. So Chai Rachel, those letters, Ches Yud, Hey, Reish Ches Lamed, that those are the Oisius of that person's existence, and and they define who that person is. It's the essence of the person is, and those ICS and the gematria and the shape of the letters and so on. <coughs> there are many, many, many things written on this. Uh, on the ICS, if you're if you're a person that, that really wants to look into that and you, on a higher level, but still it's doable and readable, then Rabbi Yitzhak Ginsburg's book, which has been translated into English, on the ICS of the Alubes, is the is the is the, is, is the best one that you can get. There are a number of books on this. Even in English, there are a few that people wrote, but they, they can't compare to Rabbi Ginsburg's Sefer on, on, on the ICS. Ha'ICS halalu. These letters are the Yisaydas Haruchniyim, are the spiritual foundations of all that exists. And of course, they're the Yisaydas Haruchniyim, the spiritual Yisaydas of the Torah and the, and of Nishmas Yisrael and the soul of a Jew. Hatayra halaksuva b'neshama Yisraelis. Everybody knows that before the Torah was ever written with black ink on a, uh, on a, on a parchment, on a physical parchment, the letters of the, the letters of the olive base are written in the, in the neshama of a Jew, the Isis of, of, of the person. The guf is, the, is like the parchment, and the Isis, the letters of the neshama. If you and I were able to read the neshama, Again, it's not reading like you would read a book, but the neshama is made up of the ICS. 
Kula. We would see the entire Torah that is inscribed, the Isis of the Torah are inscribed inside each and every one of us. Kishem Sha'avis Kimu is called Kula. How did the Ovis know how to keep the mitzvahs before they were given? So Avramavina was able to look at his claudius for Yoritzis. He was able to look at his at different parts of his body, this kidney. He was able to look at different parts of his body and to look at and to understand from who he was the Torah. He went from inside out instead of from outside in. He was able to see the Torah from within. Sha'avis Kimu is called Torah Kula Oidlif Nitna. I'm afraid to say the next page. I don't know what's going to happen there. It's on the other side? No. 98 and 99? Yeah. Oh, okay. Since the others had the ability, we don't know what this means, but they had the ability to gaze inside themselves, to see within themselves. That's the meaning of lech lecha. As the Sarmol say, lech lecha, to go to that place within yourself. And they were able to go to that place within themselves. And because they were able to look deep within their neshamas, robots call it cool. They saw the entire Torah and they were able to put on film. They were able to, whatever that means, their film, their sits on the They were able to keep mitzvahs. They knew their Shabbos, they knew it from inside, from within themselves. They were able to read the Torah. I will honor in any of the We don't know how to do this. We don't know how to read the neshama. Therefore, the only way that we could meet up with our neshama is the other way, by learning Torah. And those parts of Torah that appeal to you in particular and that to speak to you. And by learning Torah, we're able to, we're able to come the other, from the other direction. The others came from inside, they went to the Torah. We can't do that now. In the meantime, we can't do that. So we go from, of course, we go the other direction. We go from the Torah to within ourselves. We try to use Torah and to learn Torah. And the oasis of the, of the Torah, we learn the letters of the psukim, of the words and so on, we learn the Isis of the Alabes as they're written in the Torah to enter deeper into ourselves, to understand our Nishamas. Always rose at Torah and Nishmasa. They always saw the Torah, in, they saw the letters of the Torah in their Nishamas. Our job is our job is to is to learn the Isis of the Torah and over time, over time to become acquainted with the Isis of the Neshama, to get to know ourselves better. By learning Torah, to get to know ourselves better. <laughs> and in truth, In the future, we're going to return to living Torah in a natural way. This is discussed in Kisri and all of the Svarim, the Indian of Mrs. Mateus, Lazar Lavo, in the future, we'll be able to connect to the Isis of the Torah that are within ourselves, in our Nishamas. And therefore, we're not going to feel like it's something artificial we're being told to do. So when the kid becomes Bar Mitzvah, he's, just ha- he's, ha- he's having a good time, he's running around playing, and then we say to him, come over here, you got to put these on till you, till, you know, to the day you die. You have to put on the film. So he feels like there's a voice outside of himself telling him... Uh, he has to do this. That's how we hear, we hear Torah like that. We hear Torah saying from outside, don't do this and do this, right? That's how we hear it. We hear Hashem saying, you hear, you hear the, the Torah saying, uh, you have to, you have to uh, stay on Shabbos, you can't go to work. That's a voice outside. As we mature, hopefully, we begin to hear that Torah inside. We begin to meet more than the, the Isis of the Neshama. And then, and then keeping Shabbos is not something that you're being told 
you feel that's coming from the outside, that isn't some old book and some rabbis are telling you, but rather it's coming from within you. Not not there's some like nice, you know, beautiful poetic feeling. The Isis of the Torah speak to you. Initially, one's learning of Torah is from the outside, where you initially, this entire time till Mashiach comes, we can't help. That's how we learn Torah. We see Torah and we see the Dvar Hashem as something which is outside of us, giving us instructions. Like the kid, here's his parents. It doesn't resonate with the kid. When the parents tell the kid to go to bed, it doesn't resonate with him. When the parents say, brush your teeth, it doesn't resonate. It's a mitzvah. So he's high of the duty, does it? The ISIS are from outside, and and the kid hears the ISIS if he's if he's an obedient child. So then his parents say, "Go to bed." So he hears the letters, "Go to bed," and he says, the ISIS means I got to stop playing and I got to go to bed. But he hears them as something which is outside of himself. He doesn't feel naturally that it speaks to him. And if you ask the kid, "Do you feel like going to bed?" The answer is no. So why are you going to bed? So what am I supposed to do? I got all these ISIS coming at me, <laughs> and and then they start to get louder. You know, the ISIS are getting louder. They're getting louder and louder. So I hear a lot of ICs. Go to bed. Stop this. Go to bed. Go to bed. So I hear all the ICs and I go to bed. That's what the ICs mean. The ICs mean that I have to stop playing and I have to lie down. That's what the ICs mean. Do you want to lie down? No. So why are you doing it? Because the ICs. Where are they coming from? They're coming from my, from my mother, my father. They're screaming at the ICs at me. But the ICs are outside. As you get older, you can go to bed a little bit. Right? <laughs> so then you feel the ISIS speaking from inside, not from outside. You feel that inside of you it's saying, Guy Shluffen, Guy You had a hard day. Shluffen. You hear that from inside of yourself. It's, already, it's, it's not an outside shear, it's a shear that comes from within yourself. We can't understand that others heard everything from inside themselves. And when Mashiach comes, we're not going to hear like a voice outside. It's not going to, like, now you hear it from the outside. If you're if you're a healthy bacher, we have here some bacher, some beautiful bacher. If you're a healthy bacher, and and you hear the Rebbe saying, you know, it's not you have to be very careful not to look at any girls. You're a, you're a young man. You you get married. You love your wife. You live together, husband and wife. It's gavaldi. So that comes from inside. Comes from outside. Every single second, you're trying you're trying to hold yourself. And why? Because somebody told you these ideas that at some point somebody messed up all your fun, and someone told you you can't do that. You're not supposed to look at girls. So these are ideas. They feel very foreign. They feel very, very uncomfortable. They feel very strange. These letters don't you don't feel they stim with they don't go with who you are. Who you are is that I want to be able to do certain things. It's natural for me to I'm a healthy young person, it's natural for me to, to do that. And the Oasis are coming to impose something very unnatural upon me. I naturally feel that, that I, I, I want to do this. My body is telling this to me, my my emotions are telling me to do this. And then I got the rabbi is just throwing these letters. And the rabbi says he, he he says over the he says over the pasuk, then he says over the, he says Rashi, and then there's a mission, there's a Gemara, and there's Shulchan Aruch, and, and by the time I'm finished with all these ICs, like I'm I'm ready, you know, going to Gehenna if I do this. So, I really feel much more connected to doing something. But the ICs are an artificial imposition upon my life. That's how we experience Torah in this world before Mashiach comes. Big tzaddikim, and we can all understand how, as I said before, like we're sleeping. Sleeping is not a, not to a mitzvah, but even when it comes to Shabbos. When you're young, Shabbos is an imposition, right? Shabbos is an imposition. My mother's screaming, t- I was playing on the street with her friends, my, father, my mother was screaming ten times, get inside, you have to get ready for Shabbos. Get inside, get inside. I say, in a minute, in a minute, in a minute, get inside, it's almost Shabbos, get inside. Until usually it came, and it was like one time my father would put his head in the window, and I went, oh, <laughs> that's it. 
the game is over. Like that's how we all would scatter and come back into the house. You know, everybody would run to the house to take a five minute shower and to run to school. But but Shabbos was an imposition. I'm living my life, and then and then all of a sudden comes Shin Bay's Saf. Shabbos. Oh no, that's the end. It's, it's very very pathetic. As if you're 40 years old and you still feel that way. But the, and there are unfortunately many people like that. But when we were kids, Shabbos was just like outside. The oasis of the city of Davening, it's outside. When Mashiach comes, the oasis we're going to feel like the others from within. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have the regular swarm, but it's not going to be that I'm that I'm hearing this from outside. Like I'm hearing from outside, but I'm hearing from within myself. The same way I mentioned uh, once last year, I told you that one of the Bali Musa said that it's interesting how when a person, when you when you want to do something, you hear it in a way of, I am really hungry, right? I am hungry. But when it comes to something you don't want to do, it comes like this, you really should get up to daven. <laughs> it already becomes like one step removed, you understand? Mm-hmm. You think I am hungry. You don't think you should really eat. <laughs> That's only when you talk to another guy, you know, you look like you're starving, you should eat. But with yourself, you don't think in your head, it doesn't come out, you know, you should really eat. It comes out, I'm hungry. But when it comes to Slichus, it says, maybe you should go to Slichus. You, know, you, should, you, should, you should get up for Slichus. It starts to get instant. It gets more removed. It gets more removed. Then it can become heat. It's like committing somebody altogether. So, so when Mashiach comes, it's not going to be any more, you should daven. You should, you should learn. You should be kind. You should whatever. Admits of it is. We're going to hear it is, I want to die. I want to learn. Like Dovdamel said, I need tefillah. I myself am tefillah. I'm tefillah. What do you mean Dovdamel says such a strange thing? I need tefillah. What kind of thing is that? I need tefillah. You're not, you're, you're Dovdamel. You're a human being. What does that mean? I need tefillah. I am tefillah. <coughs> means by Dovdamel, if it wasn't, you really should get up and daven. It's by Dovdamel, it's I am tefillah. I myself am tefillah. That's who I am. It's me. When Mashiach comes, the oasis of the, of the Torah that are within us are going to shine in such a way, like the Urmatumim that we spoke about last in the Torah of Kuk, that they're going to be bolted, such as Kuk is saying at the end, that they're going to shine on the outside. Right now, they're very mysterious. They're shining on the inside. Big Tzadik can get to that place, but regular people, it's very hard. But when Mashiach comes, the oasis that are inside are going to shine on the outside, like by the Kohen God, they're going to shine. Not just the oasis, like the Urmatumim, are going to shine. The Isis of who we are, the Isis of the Torah, are going to sign in such a way. That's what it means. Be'emes la'os alovo, nach z'alich yeses ha'tayr b'tzua tifes. Mitoich hazrama nishmosis pnim pnimis. When Mashiach comes, Yiddishkeit is going to be natural for us. Not unnatural. It's going to be natural for us. It's going to be natural. It's not going to be that you have to go do this. It's going to be that we're going to identify this is what I want to do. The Novi Yirmiya says, Nasati, what's going to be at the end of time? When all the days of this world have passed, 
Hashem says, Nasati is Tarasi Bikirba. There'll be a new Matan Torah, not a different Torah. When it says all those things like Torah Chadosh, a new Torah, or I'll give you my Torah, Bris Chadosh, a new covenant, it doesn't mean Chas Vachalila, a different Torah. It means, Nasati is Tarasi Bikirba. There'll be a new Matan Torah, the Matan Torah will be that you and I will, will feel it inside of ourselves. Valibam echtavena. Alibam echtavena. Now what Rav Kook is talking about is the letters expanding is that even before Mashiach comes, in Eretz Yisrael you can feel an expansion of the letters. Because that's our natural place. And in Eretz Yisrael you could, you could feel more, this is, this is what, you know, this is who I am. In Chutzlars it's more like this is what I have to do. Like go to bed with a kid. In Eretz Yisrael, the Isis, the Isis of the Neshama there are shining, are shining more brighter, and in HSL a person can feel, oh, this is this is what this is what we do. Not because I have to do it, but this, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. At the end, the Navi says, Nasati is terasi bikirbam valibam echtevena. And I will write it, inscribe it upon their hearts. <coughs> As the Isis will become clear. The Isis that are right now within us will become clear. And that's why the Navi goes on and says, It won't be necessary for Ruve to teach Shimon. That's a voice from the outside. That's a teacher telling you, you don't really understand, you don't really know, this is what you should do, this is what you should think. When Mashiach comes, It's not going to be necessary anymore for one person to teach another person. Or, or a person to tell his brother, do us Hashem, you know, you really should know God. You don't know God, you really should know God. It's not going to be necessary. Because everybody will know me. Because the ISIS are inside each Jew. Not as a lesson that you learn from outside. The ISIS of the Neshama, of the Torah that are in the Neshama. From the smallest person to the biggest person. From the simplest Jew to the, to the greatest Jew. Ki kulam yeidu asir lemiktan avad gedolam. Nu'um Hashem. Ki eslach la'avaynu molochatosam le'eskot. All sins are going to be forgiven. All that's blocking between us and, and the oisius of the neshama will be removed. Because the aveyas are what's blocking. By the tzaddikim, by the ovis, they were able to see in such a way. <clears throat> because the, because all the blockages were removed. If we Once the blockages of the aveyas, the chatoyim, that's that's making it hard. It's like you know when you have something, when you get a copy on the machine and it comes out, the letters are all there, but you can't read them. You know, you, you get something that can't, didn't come out so clear. So you have all of the oisius and you're looking at it, but it, but you can't read it. That's how we are in Gaulus. But 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 when you or you have let's say you have with the eyes here, you're having problems, and, and then when you put on uh, glasses, ah. It's like, the letters are there the whole time, but you can't really read them. You see that you see that you see their ICs all over the place, but you can't see them. You put on your glasses. Oh, now you see the ICs. When Mashiach comes, we're gonna we're gonna have those glasses. We're gonna see the ICs in such a way. What is it that causes the ICs to be to be blurred that we can't see the ICs? What's causing the blurring of the ICs? The Averis. The Averis is causing is causing that's what's causing the the. The confusion and the and the and the blurring of the ISIS, our avayus. So that's what the Navi says. Then once we'll come to that time of eslach lavan and chatos and That's it. The Gemara says, the Shavar, 
I mean, Rav Kook says, and he brings the Gemara afterwards, the Shavat Torinasati Vachem, Laosit Chaim Ani Naisim Vachem. Rav Kook writes, the Shavat in the past, I gave you the Torah. So the Torah means that, like, he gave us all these rules and regulations and stories. But Laosit, Rav Kook says, Chaim Ani Naisim Vachem. Then you'll see, what I gave you wasn't just some books and laws and stories. I gave you your life. We say it now, Kiem Chaim Vachem. No. What does it mean, Kiem Chaim Vachem? You should live the right life. But, Mom, to feel that that's my life? To feel that that's, that is my life, not, okay, it's a nice way to live. But it's mamish my life. <coughs> so Rav Kook writes, The Sha'ava turn asati b'chem. La'asit chayim in ilayis m'chem. Mesa'amitzis l'anikayim hitar tzivoy chitzoni. And we're not going to keep the mitzvahs because of some outside tzivoy commandment. Elam hitar k'shanichyayisa. We're going to live that way. We're going to feel. It's mamish. The same way, we don't have to think about breathing. If a person is healthy, that's our shame. He doesn't have to. It's, that's who he, he breathes. That's how he lives. You breathe. Hashem is made. We breathe on our own. If you stop to think about every breath, you, 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 people, there are people now that have that problem. That they, they become sick. One of, my, one of my daughters, when she was little, she got scared. She started thinking about breathing. And she, was, she got into this whole crazy thing about every breath thinking, kol nashim nashim, and it's, just, it's a terrible, terrible thing. That's how we live in goals. Before Mashiach comes, that's how we live. It's unnatural. It's unnatural. So we have to think about each each. Do I want to do this? I don't want to do this. Which part of Yiddishkeit do I like? Which part don't I like? Which part can I do? Which I can't do? We have somebody now, they say the word like, you know, this doesn't work for me. So why, what about Mincha? That no, doesn't work for me. <laughs> mincha doesn't work for you. She tell her, Mincha is your entire existence. What do you mean Mincha doesn't work for you? Mincha doesn't work for you. <laughs> So when the Gemara says Mrs. Betelus Lazalava, that the mitzvahs are going to be Batalasalava, it doesn't mean God forbid that we're not going to keep the mitzvahs. It means that the mitzvahs as tzivuyim, as outside external forced imposed commandments, that, that way of life is going to be bought. We're not going to live like that anymore. They're like if somebody telling them to go to bed, put on film, keep shop, it's not going to come like that anymore. That's what it means, Mrs. Vitalis lost the love of the Sephardic Smite. doesn't mean clearly we're not going to have Mrs. But, but once we connect to the Isis of the, of the Tyra and the Isis of the Neshama, so it's not going to be Kilo, there's somebody that's telling me do this or don't do that. It's going to be, it's going to be natural, 100% natural. That's how it is. That's who we are. Because we'll recognize it for what we really, who we really are, which is the Chiyas, our Chaim, our life, and that's Tyra. Is that everyone? Or do you have to be Zohar? Is that all Yidin? When Mashiach comes, or do you have to be Zohar? You want someone not to have that? No, I didn't say I wanted it. I was saying, how's it going to be? Everybody, everybody. Everybody? Everybody. Everybody. Even Litvaks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what you're asking. Even Litvaks. Everybody. I'm just joking. Of course, everybody. Every Jew has the same. Let's have a good Shabbos. We'll finish up with you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.